Hey everyone, I'm Swati Rawat and welcome to the Visionary Podcast where I talk to visionary Indian women with inspiring, intriguing and aspirational stories. In episode 38, our visionary is Deepika Jaikishan, COO and co-founder of Paces, which is a first of its kind platform. aimed at enabling women to achieve financial independence. Deepika has over a decade's experience with wealth management and fintech in India and has conducted more than 1200 financial wellness workshops. Tune in as Deepika shares how Basis is helping women to make informed financial decisions and her learnings through this journey. Thanks Swati for having me on this chat. Very excited to be uh, speaking with your audience. I've caught on a couple of your previous podcasts and I think they are so empowering for all the women listening in on this and of course we will be talking about bases uh, in a little bit. But yeah, just to go back in time, so I have grown up uh, entirely in Bangalore. I have literally uh, never lived anywhere else except for uh, two months in Australia if that even uh, counts. Uh, so yeah, right out of my tenth uh, grade, I of pursued science. You know that's usually the typical logical step because you know as parents tell you, when you do science, you leave your options open and you can pursue whether you want to do law, engineering, architecture, etc. You take a call uh, at that point in time. I think by the time our twelfth grade exams came, I pretty much realized science is is not for me. And yeah, my family being in you know I'm from a business family, so I think inherently there was always an inclination to pursue something on on that path. Mm. And I went to went on to do my graduation in uh, business management from from Bangalore itself. Mm. I think if I could like record three years of my life, which I can say were the best years, I think uh, those were the best years of my life. Uh, more so cuz uh, they introduced me to uh, this whole concept or this whole universe of of financial planning and and one wouldn't think that back in 2005 or 6 uh, one even thinks about financial planning but we did have a small course in our curriculum and and I thoroughly enjoyed it got an opportunity to uh, sort of intern back then uh, with an organization realized that you know i think this is something that i'm very keen to pursue and uh, yeah that that's where the story began Mm-hmm. So, um, and what happened after that, Deepika? Like, um, what did you? How did your professional journey begin? Before starting bases, I just want to understand and get a clear picture of what did you do after your college, and what all happened before you uh, took the leap with bases. Sure. Uh, yeah. So I think uh, you know, I think when when you're in graduation, you of course have several companies that. um you know come for like campus recruitments and and funnily enough i think i i had like offer letters from google uh, jp morgan stanley were sort of in a last round of conversation with another investment bank but uh, i just didn't feel happy in terms of any of those opportunities because i did want to pursue uh, financial planning at at that point in time uh, i realized i wanted to remain in the space of financial planning and investments and uh, 
was working very, very briefly with an insurance company and was made to sit out of a bank. And, and uh, as we all know, how, how bank managers have access to, uh, you know, your, your bank records, they know how much balance, they know who your nominees are, so they know who, how many kids you have, parents, and, and all of that stuff. And they hence know how to sort of latch on to you and sell products to you that you, uh, in most cases, definitely uh, don't need. And, and very early, I want to say a month and a half into uh, that job, I realized that this is not for me. It was A, not the best practice when it came to financial planning mm. uh, it was not something enjoyable when you're forcing something to buy somebody to buy something that they uh, definitely uh, do not need and in many ways I found that culture extremely toxic uh, competitive for commissions and all of that stuff and yeah, uh, yeah I realized that this is definitely uh, not for me yeah mm-hmm. and then what transpired after that so um what I want to understand is after that, um, how much time uh, did you take before you actually started Basis and what all happened between that time? Right. So uh, we started Basis uh, back in 2019. And uh, before that, I to start my career, I worked with a boutique uh, financial advisory for a little short of a decade uh, nine years and seven months, I want to say. And that was an extremely enriching experience because everything that you might uh, go through by jumping jobs, I got that exposure and I got that experience by sticking on with one organization. I worked at the back end, understanding how the whole operations part of investing works, went on to manage portfolios for individuals and uh, families uh, played the role of a financial educator because the company also had like a financial literacy arm, helped launch initiatives for companies such as Google for uh, financial planning for all their employees and and for JP Morgan as well. Hmm. So I I had an extremely enriching experience uh, working there, but also realized uh, at that point in time, because I was a part of the Lean in Bangalore uh, circle. We'd, we'd launched that in 2015, and very apparently there were problems when it came to uh, the space of women and money, which were unaddressed. So while while you are in that space, you don't look at it as a third person. But when I was interacting with the women uh, in that community realized that there is so much more uh, that could have been done. But I think uh, that that time was still not right. And uh, right out of that uh, particular job, I, I went on to work with uh, FinTech, uh, one of India's leading FinTechs called uh, FISDM. Hmm. And I was a VP there, uh, leading corporate uh, partnerships and was there for a little over a year, at, at which point in time, uh, my childhood friend and co-founder, Henna, uh, came back from walking uh, she had spent uh, several years in the U.S., had done her graduation and postgrad uh, uh, in the University of Pennsylvania, uh, worked at Square, worked at Goldman Sachs, worked in payments in India. And I, of course, had the experience of uh, wealth management. And, and both of us had been speaking about doing something together for several years, mm-hmm. ever since we launched the Lean in Bangalore uh, circle. And I think just 
things came together in a very timely uh, manner. We had some investors, we had some believers who who were sold on our vision, believed that the space uh, needs to be addressed uh, very deeply and, and believed that we had the capability to do it. And, and that's how Basis came about. Yeah. Um, so Dipika, could you tell me more about Basis? Um, like, what is it? What is this community about? How is this product different than any other, say, fintech product or app out there? So uh, to start with Swati, just to share some statistics, and these are numbers we've got from uh, other fintechs. Uh, I think in terms of the number of women using their uh, platforms, it's anywhere between 5 to 18%. So think of that number. It is dismally uh, low. And clearly there's something uh, wrong, something that is not being uh, addressed uh, from the point of a woman investing. And I think investing as a space is so complicated, right? You want to understand mutual funds. You Google the term. Uh, there are hundreds of articles. Uh, you're overwhelmed with all that info because all you wanted to know is what is a mutual fund? How do I begin? How do I make that choice? And uh, what we wanted to do with Basis was make this uh, information digestible, palatable, and help you create good financial habits. So uh, Basis is a one-stop financial destination for women harbored in content and community. So the content, uh, what we call knowledge boosters, also keeping in mind that, you know, as women, we don't have that much time. We're juggling between jobs and, uh, you know, of course, home now, since we're working from home, there's slightly more pressure. And of course, for those who are parents, uh, yeah, just being a parent is, is, is also very time consuming. So how do you give that information in a quick, digestible manner, ensuring that information is accurate, ensuring that this person who is uh, you know, exploring your platform is le learning something new and has the capability to take some action. So which is uh, why uh, Paces is, is so important to have in, in any, I want to say in any woman's life in uh, India who has access to an Android or an iOS uh, device i think it's yeah. extremely uh, important yeah dipika could you say um, take me through the process and help me understand by uh, giving me a few examples of either the features or the services offered by basis which um, is different and catered to specifically women um, in a way that it helps them in becoming more literate in terms of their financial investments and the financial know-how. How is Basis different than any other app out there? How is it helping women um, uh, into, into solving this crucial problem? Sure. So, uh, Swati, to start with, uh, you know, the problem when it comes to uh, women and uh, money is also that we're usually in our families or culturally, we're not as involved, right, in, in talking money uh, at home. And, and hence, we don't become a part of that entire uh, decision-making process. So the whole thought behind was, okay, fine, even if a woman is not making certain decisions, and I can speak now sitting in 2021, I think looking at the last one year, if not ever before, uh, all the more reason for women to uh, know all things money yeah. now. And uh, I think, yeah, let's let's just talk about, you know, one one feature, if I may uh, say, of the Basis app, which is our uh, community. 
when it comes to women and money how often do you know we girls sit down and talk about money uh, which happens a lot with men right when yeah. a bunch of men meet they're talking about real estate they're talking about stocks they're talking about uh, very freely talking about their incomes and bonuses and all of that stuff which which does not happen uh, as often with women because a we might think we don't know enough uh b we've not talked about this ever before uh c we think we're going to be like looked down upon so so mm. we don't talk about it right mm. and what we where we wanted to begin was providing a safe space for women to talk about anything to do with their money and knowing that you know what nobody's judging me here i can ask any question about money i can share any experience that i might have might have had in investing both good or bad and i know i'm going to learn something new so we began the community uh, first as a quick experiment uh, on facebook and very early on uh, what we did was we left the community also open to men and sure enough as it happens in your life uh, men used to hijack the conversation and yeah. we realized that you know this is this is definitely not happening it it yeah. has to be a, a safe space for women and and that's that's the whole aspect of the community and uh, in terms of features even when it comes to investing right if you speak with a man and he says that you know i am an aggressive investor or i can take high risk uh, what it typically means he's totally okay with all of his money going into high risk investments mm-hmm. however that's not true for women when i might say i'm an aggressive investor i'm still assuming my financial advisor is protecting my money in in some way so in terms of risk uh, we're very different uh, from men and i think when we don't give ourselves enough credit uh, we're better decision makers we research a lot more we ask a lot more questions and we wanted to create that platform uh, for women to you know be empowered to uh, take all of this action so even our algorithm or recommendation engine uh, we spoke to over 500 women understood their risk profiles understood what they wanted what they didn't want what they were comfortable with what was yeah. extremely uncomfortable for them when it came to investing and that's how we built our uh, investment algo yeah so so those are two 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 of the features and of course i mentioned the knowledge boosters uh, earlier on so we have about close to 30 what we call knowledge boosters on the app and you learn a new topic about uh, personal finance when you explore a booster and it doesn't take you more than 8 to 10 minutes uh, keeping in mind that like i mentioned earlier we don't have that much time uh, so you quickly want to learn a new concept and 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 it's 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 so much fun to listen to uh, the women in our community like we had a young mom who said you know my one year old goes to sleep by 10 o'clock and instead of browsing instagram i actually spend that time on basis going through the knowledge boosters yeah. uh, which for us is is a great validation of everything that we're doing yeah yeah no and you know dipika it actually sounds quite relevant considering that um you know with everything that has happened more and more women um have joined the workforce more and more of us are now uh, financially independent that we were ever before compared to our moms our grandmothers right um but when it comes to this this aspect of investing and investment we still rely on you know probably our fathers our brothers or husband or anybody some a, a male friend in that in that uh, way 
who can help us guide where is it that we want to invest this money so though we are financially independent we are still not financially literate in terms of uh, what is the right investment for us what is the right time to invest for us and how do we sort of go about it considering you know our our say um expectation of the returns and even the need for um, a certain financial risk and return might differ based on at what life stage we are at so um a community having a women's only community it isn't like um though it's a safe space i think i'm much more willing to experiment and have more uh, bolder conversations considering that i won't get intimidated by you know a male counterpart who may just come across as somebody who knows more or has more experience um with with something like this yeah i think um uh, yeah swati like like i was saying uh, earlier on right as as women we uh, there are several characteristics that distinguish us from our male counterparts so we spend more time researching our investment choices we do tend to be more cautious with uh, risk and and you know what happens then is that that prevents us from chasing returns or chasing tips or trading just on something someone told you to do because yeah. if you if you might observe that is typically behavior that weakens a man's portfolio where and I, and i use this example a lot it might sound silly to some extent but uh, there are people who are always giving you uh, tips right buy the stock or buy this fund sell it now and i made like 30% return you're a little late you're going to make like 12 or 15% uh, mm. return but but those people never tell you uh, where they've lost money It's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's exactly like facebook and instagram you know oh that dish looks really amazing but nobody's going to tell you that it it didn't taste nice uh, yeah. at all so so it's it's exactly uh, like that and and like you mentioned i think we are in in very different times from our mothers and grandmothers our mothers were slightly different uh, had some exposure to fds had some exposure to uh, post office savings our grandmoms of course like keeping yeah. the money in the cupboard in between the yeah. clothes and, and 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 that worked for them and and uh, yeah but but that that doesn't work for us uh, anymore and uh, it 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 also is important uh, for us to know that we can do a lot uh, better and 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 i'm also just going to refer to uh, biology i mean women have less testosterone right so we're not so uh, uh, yeah so even scientifically i think uh, you know testosterone is responsible for very like herd like risk taking uh, behavior which which as women were luckily enough to uh, lucky enough to not have that uh, really driving us to make the wrong uh, financial uh, decisions so yeah. i think uh, where we're very knowledgeable uh, if not now we have the capacity to uh, uh, to learn and i want to share this statistic with you it is slightly dated i i don't have an updated number i don't think there's another report but okay. this is from a standard and poors uh, uh, research which uh, i think it it goes back to 2015 or 2016 which says that only 27% of indian men and only 20% of indian women are financially literate Mm-hmm. so for all the ladies who are leaning on the men whether dad or a brother or a friend or a partner for uh, investment guidance guess what they don't know a lot more than you do uh, yeah. they do a good job at pretending they know but but uh, they definitely don't and i think that that gap of course has to be uh, has to 
fill but and i think both both genders need to learn a lot more about money but i know as women we can definitely do a far better job yeah i mean if there's any reason for women to sign up to bases now it's because of this i mean your male counterparts don't know about these things either so you better learn and know how your money is getting invested where is it getting invested how do you go about it uh dipika i want to sort of understand from you of uh, you being an expert here what do you think um, at what stage should a woman start investing and in building sort of like a a more serious relationship with money like how can bases help her in this journey especially during this pandemic when you know this financial stagnation looms over our heads in 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 yeah. this dire situation yeah. Yeah, so Swati, you know, I think people ask us, and then there's this whole concept which which I really fail to understand. Uh, maybe I'm talking from experience, and maybe I learned earlier on, but I don't know. We we think there's gonna be this perfect time to invest, right? Mm-hmm. I'll start investing my money when I have fifty thousand. I'll start investing after I've taken those three trips, and you know, uh, various things. I'll start investing after I buy that car. But guess what? You can start investing as young as eighteen years. old because that's when you know you can get your pan card you can get like your kyc done you can start uh, dipping your toes and and if anyone actually starts investing that early i'm i'm so jealous of them you know <laughs> they have they have so much time on hand they can compound their wealth even by investing small amounts you know start with as low as 500 bucks a month probably in turning for two months or or you know even while you're through college or just started working i don't think 500 rupees or 1000 rupees even is difficult for us right like of course things are very different now in the last one year but just think yeah. of a night out you're definitely spending more than a thousand uh, a bucks and and this is my favorite example which again i can't use as often anymore but two people going for a movie starting yeah. an sip is cheaper than that you know it's it's at times it's cheaper than the popcorn and pepsi that that you might buy uh, in the cinema mm-hmm. so what what we've done at bases is we are catering to information we are providing an opportunity for uh, a woman whether she's 18 whether she's 21 whether she's 25 whether she's 30 just getting married 33 planning to have a child we are providing a space where uh, you can learn based on the stage you are at so what we also do is uh, one of course is the community two is the knowledge boosters three is the investment recommendation that you can get what we also have as an offering now is something called basis first and this came about as as a need or an ask from our community where they wanted access to a financial advisor they wanted to speak with someone uh, help them help help you know just go through that whole process no where should i start investing know how much insurance i need uh, etc so basis first is something we've launched uh, very recently a couple of weeks ago which also provides access to master classes for women so mm-hmm. again there you know we break them down based on your levels whether you're a beginner or intermediate or or an expert and and you attend a master class based on uh, where you think you are in your investment or learning uh, journey right so yeah. a woman uh, irrespective of age who comes on to bases can can begin at any at any point in our app so we have women uh, who are going through a divorce we have women who are you know 
very young uh, you know my dad was like compelling me to invest in an fd i know an fd is not good for me but i don't know what to do with my money i have very little i want to be sure about uh, what i'm doing they join the community they learn they ask they sign up for basis first get some expert advice and get started and i want to share this one uh, i do want to share this one anecdote where uh, we had uh, one of our users a little earlier this year put a, and and this was a, a eye opener for uh, most of our users you know as much as i may like shout out loud that you need to start planning you need to start doing stuff uh, this was a young uh, woman i want to say in her mid 20s whose uh, father had a stroke and she actually posted in the in our community saying that you know what this is the first time i realized that i do not know where the family's money is we probably have enough but i didn't know how to access his health insurance policy i don't know who the nominees are on the investments i don't know how to access those funds should something happen and and that's not a good place to be right and yeah. i think uh, uh, that the need for knowing has just a resin in in the last uh, one year sure you may not start investing but you know what start talking about uh, money at home it's it's okay uh, to take small steps and and try to understand from the basics if you're not comfortable you know just ask your dad that how does a fixed deposit work and and start from there you know it's mm-hmm. it's it's extremely easy to do and uh, just to add to that if anything this uh, one year has taught us is the need for adequate health insurance and i cannot emphasize this uh, enough each time i talk to my mom and i try and tell her that do not tell me these horror stories but when i do hear of people's like covid hospitalization bills running into a couple of lakhs or somebody was telling me yesterday their cook is in the icu and you know or they're like scrambling for money selling jewelry trying to sell land etc mm-hmm. most of us are fortunately still in a privileged space you can afford to take a health insurance for you know anyone between the age of 25 to 30 a uh, 5 lakh health insurance comes to about 6000 rupees premium per year yeah. at 500 rupees a month you know that's cheaper than a monthly netflix subscription yeah uh, and and i'm sure our health and and our life is is more important than that and if not ever before so i'm not going to tell uh, you know anyone start investing straight away the first thing you need to do is build uh what i don't like to use the word emergency fund uh i like to call it the peace of mind fund where you know i have you know a certain amount of money kept aside in my fd or a recurring deposit or in a overnight mutual fund which i know i can access in case of any financial emergency hmm. and uh if you don't know how to arrive at that amount cuz different people give you different uh, opinions on it and, and even my opinion here might be slightly different from what you've heard but i think it's very simple you know think of a scenario where you don't have a job uh, you know for whatever reason you don't have a job what are your expenses that will still continue it's probably going to be your rent it's going to be groceries it's going to be utilities and you know all basic expenses which cannot be compromised irrespective of whether you have an income or not yeah. so let's say that amount adds up to 40000 a month i would say the first place to begin is build that peace of mind fund of 
three months worth of that, you know, monthly expense, which is a lakh in 20,000. Hmm. I would say ideally six months, but three months is a really good place to uh, uh, begin with. And it's a little less overwhelming than saying, hey, you know what, put aside six months worth of your expenses. Yeah, yeah. Um, Deepika, thank you so much for coming on the show. Um, it's been a lovely conversation and I just want to end this with one last question and I want to ask you, um, how has your experience been so far as the founder and CEO of Faces? What are the things that you've learned? Oh, great, great question, uh, Swati. I think I have learned a ton it's it's when you're an employee it's it's very different from <laughs> being a founder and running a company i mean of course you need to know so much about uh, what you're building right so while my experience is in wealth management i think i've learned so much about product technology engineering uh, even and i think managing people right like your company is nothing and i know we've all heard it it's it's nothing without your people and you have to treat them well you have to treat them right if you want to build a great product or a great company you have to have these amazing set of people on your team and I think we are lucky enough to have these uh, people on our team we're not a very large team we're about 15 of us but uh, but I think we're an amazing team and and I think I would urge uh, any woman who has the courage to take that leap of faith of course even when you're looking at starting a business the first thing you need to do is keep some money aside that yeah. if it doesn't work you have access to uh, that money and you need to be surrounded by believers so whether it's your parents whether it's your friends or your entire support system so I think also what I learned is your support system is so important and and whoever is around you has to be your cheerleader and like push you on in whatever you're doing and it's not easy entrepreneurship is not easy it can be lonely it is a thankless journey uh but there is a ton to learn which you may not learn like being in a typical job yeah and it's it's especially harder during the pandemic it's very hard i haven't met half of my team ever so we've recruited people in the last one year and we've not met physically, you know, I'll see them on, on Zoom, of course. And, and it is difficult to run a company, especially in the space of finance, uh, you know, entirely online in, in the middle of a pandemic. But I think just the whole fact that the realization that we need to know more about money is, is uh, come up. I think it's also eased things a bit for us. Basis is offering a free quarterly subscription to the listeners of this episode. It's a limited offer, so if you'd like to avail it, please send a mail mentioning the episode title to the visionary podcast at the rate gmail.com. You'll find the email address in this episode's bio. This subscription will include exciting features like an exclusive one-on-one finance session with a basis coach, a basis concierge, a masterclass, and many other cool things that will help you make informed financial decisions. This subscription will be given to the first three listeners who'll send the mail to grab this offer. So hurry up. To know more about Basis, log on to www.getbasis.co. You'll find the link in the episode's bio. Thanks for listening in and please subscribe to the show to catch the next episode. You can follow us on Instagram to stay in touch and get all the updates. Our Instagram handle is vision.nari. That's V-I-S-I-O-N dot N-A-R-I. If you know a visionary that I should feature on this podcast, write to me at thevisionarypodcast at the rate gmail.com. That's T-H-E-V-I-S-I-O-N 
naripodcast@gmail.com This podcast is produced by Launchora a storytelling and creative learning platform Theme music is created by Daila Swain she's a uniquely talented music producer from New Zealand Do check out her music on SoundCloud or follow the link in the description I'll see you guys soon with a new visionary have a great day